This is L.A. King's Fan Talk, where we know nothing. And now, your hosts, Rodney, Rob, and Mike. What is up, Kings fans? Well, five out of a possible six points over our last three games, but against some stiff competition. That's what she said. Right. Mike, how was uh how was watching the lightning game tonight in Tampa Bay from Minnesota? That was nice. Uh it's still uh still early here, so I mean it's like perfect timing up here, you know? Game's over, it's nine o'clock. Uh had to watch my iPad. That was all right, but ESPN plus came through for me. It was a hell of a game though. It was. What you think about that non-call at the uh, end of the game? I missed that. Uh, I just saw him fall down. I missed the trip, and I shut it off because I was pissed off, so I didn't go back for a replay. Uh, so I missed it. I just thought he fell. Uh, so it was an actual trip? Yeah. Skate to skate. Skate to skate. Skate to skate. I, I didn't see the – supposedly uh, Arvidsson and Quick to try to stay out there forever and trying to get the refs to – Turn it over, but I, it wasn't on TV. I don't know. How's this? It was ten times more of a trip than Corey Perry falling down, drawing his stupid ass penalty. <laughs> right, right. Oh there was my like god! Another, there that... was like a, there was like another step for Corey Perry, right? Oh, and then he fell twice, though. He did. Oh, he he's so freaking irritating. It's the worm, man. That's what he does. Yeah. Rent free. He's much. living right here, rent free. He if is, there's yeah. anybody in the league that lives rent free. It's Corey Perry. It's, it's funny, you know, he changed his jersey. He doesn't bother me that much but, anymore. Eh, no, he still bothers me. Yeah. Just look at his face, man. Him and Bozeman were the two worst for me. Oh, they're the worst. They're the absolute two worst right there. The worst. And if any of you guys disagree, it's because you're probably Duck fans. Yeah. Closet. <laughs> closet Duck fans. Yep, Closet Duck fans. Yeah. And in, any kind of Duck hate is basically L.A. Kings fan talk, right? Oh, yeah. So – just the stare, just that the stare after Zekris, I, I, he is makes me want to throw up when I look at him. He's just turning into that asshole that I'm going to hate for the next 15 years. Yeah. But when he did it, he stared like just there's this love that he had for whoever scored it. But I, I don't think I like Zegris. I'm mad that we didn't pick them. Right. Rob, what are your thoughts on tonight's game? Uh, let's open up a, a road trip. Extreme East Coast against a really good team, obviously. Stanley Cup champions back-to-back, right? Getting a point is always good. Um, disappointed the, the trip wasn't called. Disappointed. Kopitar didn't finish, but not disappointed in getting a point from a very good team, start the road trip. There's so many other ways you can start that worse, right? Not not winning, having multiple injuries. We did have one. We lost Anthony to see you. Yeah. It seems. Hopefully it's not serious. Right. But all in all, I will take a point every day twice on Sunday to start a road trip with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I thought Kopitar looked good tonight, too. He, he had a little jump in his step tonight, for sure. He's, a little, he's more active than he's been the past couple of games. 
Yeah, I think he uh, heard the podcast where Rob called him out for <laughs> taking a couple games off. He's so he stepped he's it up. My favorite player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and but I'm going to be Mr. Positive. I'm into, I'm right now just Kings are a couple games above 500. We're starting to play pretty well. I'm I'm happy. I, I, we could go down a whole list. I don't know if you want me to say before or whatnot, but. Jonathan, quick! I'm just let we should start talking about this early and not later. As a, as a side note, Jonathan Quick is the shit, right? Plain and simple. Yeah, he's back. Um, you know, it's funny too. I was um, like I told you, I was listening on the the Lightning feed, and they had a lot of good things to say about Kings players. I mean, they obviously they were hyping up Kopitar, like uh, that play in three on three where I think. Sorelli tried to go in the corner with Kopitar and and he uh, just bullied him off. Yeah, of yeah. Him. And the yeah. guy was you know, the lightning guy was like, "Yeah, you don't want to go in the corner with Kopitar that type of play. He's going to take that puck away ten out of ten times." And I was nice, like, oh, wow. nice. And then they were talking about quick, and they're like, "Yep, vintage quick. He's back in true form, looking great." And I was like, "Oh, you guys are really pumping our tires. I like it." And they were talking about Dowdy a lot too. So, and then but they were talking the whole time like, "Oh, these aren't the the Kings we remember seeing two years ago." You know straight up and down the ice. There's a lot of five-on-five five play. They're moving around the offense very well. So, so good things to say from the lighting. So I'm watching the game tonight, and I'm like, man, I remember just a couple of years ago, we couldn't even keep up with this team. Yeah. And now they're trying to keep up with us uh, you know, during a lot of the game. So I'm thinking about, you know, it's crazy how we're, we're kind of a, a faster skating team now. And sure enough, like a minute later, Jim Fox comes on and says, and talks about how the fa- – oh, it's one of their coaches. He said, yeah, the Kings are a fast uh, skating team. I'm like, oh, sounds familiar. But it's good to hear. After being the slowest team in the league for, what, five or six years? Yeah. yeah. There's more to say about Quick. There is. He's played three straight games. De- deservedly so. Deservedly so. Um, his numbers are – are not good. They're great right now. Um, but what I'm asking is, is it vintage quick? You know, when people use the word vintage to describe, it means that he's old. But is he vintage quick because he is platooning? He has not had a heavy workload to start the first 27 games of the season. So, you know, is he that good? because of the limited play or is it something screw it he needs to play every game except for the back-to-backs and start putting the load on him the uh, the second thing you said i think uh when he was when they were platooning he wasn't playing quite as well once he started getting a little more playing time over peterson he's stepped up his game and like i don't even know when you put other other than a back-to-back situation i wouldn't even put cal in right now the way quick yeah. is playing. I don't know about what you guys think about that. I mean, if you ask me who I want to start on Thursday, it's going to be quick. Right. And he deserves to start again. I mean, he was Stamkos had like two or three breakaways and no goals. Yes. Yeah. And here's, here's what's good about when the old guy is playing well, as opposed to the young kid. The only thing you got to worry about the young kid is, you know, does, does it, does it hurt? Does it stunt him in any way? And I don't think it really does. But if it was the old guy not playing well, you know, that's when you sit there and say, 
well, you still got to give him a, a his, you know, his chances. He still's got to play every couple games because Quick can find it. He can find it. Right now, there's no hey, let's let's give Peterson a game again. Let's give him a game so he can. We don't care if he finds it because Quick is well, playing so well, and and Peterson had got plenty of time. We we have him for years now, so. Why don't you speak uh, from experience on that? When you guys played on Top Gun and you're the older guy and you're totally out playing Mike, did that stunt his uh, his growth as a hockey player? Or two different positions, man. Two different positions. <laughs> uh, with everything going on, do you think uh, the way Quick's playing? You think Team USA's keep an eye on Ooh, Quick? Well, okay, let's talk about that stuff. That's another. Is that even going to happen with, well, with, yeah. with COVID going rampant? There, okay, I. I think quick, especially in an Olympic situation, because he's that type of guy, 100% deserves to be on Team USA. He is he is a top U.S. goalie. Yeah. However, however, as far as uh, US, USA goes, what you have Hellebuck, you have Gibson. Did you see the? On t- today's game, they listed Quick, yeah, Hellebuck, and a missing save percentage, someone. right? Who was it? Save percentage they were talking about? Yeah, there's someone uh, in even strength save percentage. Right. The top three goalies in the league in save uh, even strength save percentage right now are all U.S. goalies. Right, but yes, I I'm kind of with you. Uh, like I think he deserves to be on the team based on his play this year. But as a Kings fan. I don't want to risk injury, so right. So I'm kind, I really of, I'm kind of like I don't want him to make it, even though he deserves to. Right. Well, what, what even? About, I mean, in addition to that, too. I mean, it seems like a lot of, the, or not a lot, of, but some of the players are speaking out about the whole if they catch COVID, they're stuck there for like three to five weeks in China. I just read on like Twitter that the NHL PA was like starting to talk to the players about that. Can't be good enough to make Sweden. I think so. Especially in a bottom six role, right? Yeah, yeah, he's looking pretty good this year. Dowdy, Team Canada. We talked. We talked a little bit about that already, right? Yeah. Last, last last podcast. But I mean, he's he's looked good this season, and I mean, if you go points per game, he's the, I think the top of the league points per game for defensemen. But that's another situation. Just like Quicks, there's so many other options. Yeah, I did like I, I forget who was saying it. I was listening. I was watching TV and some analyst, former player, was talking about the Dowdy situation. And 100 percent. Oh, you know what? It might have been Bissonette in the Jablonski interview. Um, he's if if he's equal with some of these younger guys, 100 percent take Dowdy over any young defenseman that's really really good simply because Dowdy can turn it on he's veteran enough to be able to turn it on in big moments no big moment is too big for a guy like Dowdy who has won two Stanley Cups and has played in the Olympics and and succeeded and and everything so why wouldn't you want that on your Olympic team again Dowdy you know all all the things that I say bad about Dowdy bottom line is is He's the shit, you know, he's a stud, 100% stud. And there isn't any uh, 
there isn't any situation I think that is too big for him. He's he he will perform anywhere, anytime, if he wants to. And I feel like he performs better in those situations, right? Yeah. yeah um, sure. Another thing too, I was listening to Elliot Friedman, and he's he had mentioned that like when it comes to these rosters, they like players that have already been there, right? Because it's such a short tournament, it's such a short turnaround that you don't want somebody to get like shell shocked by the olympics you know what i mean yeah so i mean who else on team canada was there the last time they won a gold medal on the defense just dowdy right i don't know i i don't follow canada i'm an, I'm an american <laughs> <laughs> so if, if dowdy does make the team would you guys go and start up a drew there it is chant no, because on and I'm being serious. I will not root for Canada, no matter how many Kings play on that team, no matter how many. What I'm not. I actually hope there's one side of me that hopes Dowdy makes it because it might be something he wants, and being a cornerstone of the Los Angeles Kings, I want nothing but the best for him, and what you know, I want his happiness. But I could care less. Couldn't care less if he's not on the team because. I'm not rooting for Canada. America. Plus, I think it's like a win-win too, right? Because then if he goes, he has a great experience. Like you said, right. he's happy. Um, he'll probably win a medal. Um, so he's going to come back with positive. If they don't pick him, he's going to be even more pissed off. And you may get like a, uh, let me show you what you guys Ooh, are missing. Ooh, that, that's a good point, Mike. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, let's let's hope he doesn't make it now. And he feels snubbed. Right. And scorn. Yeah. And we all know there's nothing worse. No no worse wrath than a woman scorned, right? <laughs> and then and then Team USA beats Team Canada, you know, and then there you go. Daddy's looking at USA with the gold and Quick's coming back with the gold. They'd be super pissed. They start thinking about dual citizenship, pulling a Brett yeah. Hall. So the, and that's okay. We'll talk about another <laughs> snub that who needs to do that? Brent Clark. Is this, right. is yeah, this right. for real? That was a definite snub. Yeah, he's is that for real? Roster, They're right? really not going to put him on a on a world junior? It's, it's all politics, man. It's all politics. Okay. You argue argue that he's not the best defenseman in world junior. Go ahead and argue that. You can't argue that he's not in the top five. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping this does the same thing. He feels scorned. And all this stuff, and he comes out and he becomes the best defenseman in the, in the NHL for the Kings for the next. That 10 absolutely years. blows me away. And then he goes dual <laughs> dual citizenship. He needs to America. he needs to come to the Kings. He needs to come to come to Ontario now. Get his citizenship for for America. Become an American citizen. Play for Team USA. And every time he plays Team Canada, he needs to just two hand slash. Yeah, every single person he can in the face, just giving the crowd the birds, you know. Yeah, Mike, Mike, are you gonna get your Kachaka Team USA jersey? <laughs> yeah, it's something to chew on. And which one? <laughs> I'll get hey. the Brady one so I could bite it. All right, let's talk about Brendan Lemieux, his return from his suspension, and how many games has it been? How many Tonight games has he been back? Fourth game back. Third game. Back. Third. Third. And do we have points in all three games? I don't think he got yeah. any points tonight. 
Did he? What? No, no, no. no I'm no, saying. No, no. Oh, we. Yes, 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 we yeah. do. He's. Well, I think I think we're done talking. Yeah, we're done. And and a water bottle right. squirt too, right? You want? Yeah, that was awesome. That was <laughs> talk about rent free, right? Right. That's so awesome. And why do all those guys hate him? Is there a past there too? What was that about? Because I don't know about past history with just, the wild. I just think he's he's the uh, he's the new Sean Avery man, and everyone's got something out for him now. Do we lucked out that much to get both Sean Averys? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the police are probably going to show up at his house and he's answer door say oink oink. So as much as Rob loves Tom Wilson, you're saying that more people, more hockey fan bases hate Brendan Lemieux than they hate Tom Wilson in the NHL. Is that what you're saying, Mike? Hockey fan Maybe. bases as a whole. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people would want Tom Wilson. On no, 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 a lot of people would want both these people. I'm talking about when they're not on your team and you hate them because they're not on your team. I think they hate Tom Wilson a little more because he's he scores more and he beats, beats people up more. more. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. He's a beast. Takes his shirt off and flexes on people. Yeah. So. Um, well, Landon back. Yep. And he, I like him. I, I, I was sad to see him go in the first place. Right. Well, I'm we well, back. back and not the worst defenseman on our team right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Um, do you guys think he, uh, do you like his game over Clegg's game? Tie. I think it's, and it's tie, but I think it's tie with more size, right? I, I just need to see a little more Will Lannan, but I, I like what he brings to the game. I do. Yeah. Um, I'd rather have him out there than than Mata. Mata had a good game tonight, which initially was going to happen. Well, Lennon was going to be on the bench until Mikey Anderson got his non-COVID sickness. Who was the worst defenseman over the, over the course of the last three games? Over the course of the last three games, who was the worst defenseman we have? I would say Matty Roy. Overall, agreed. Yeah. I know he had an almost goal assist off of. The jersey of Arvidsson yeah. tonight, but but overall, I would say he's been the who worst. was the best defenseman over these last three games. I'm gonna say Tobias Bjornfoot, maybe not on the scoreboard, but the way he's playing, okay, he's stepping it up for a young kid. Um, kind of hurts having Ether gone, but uh, I think he's gonna stick around and mentor him from the sidelines or something. I heard so, Mikey, uh. Real quick, I, this, this today's game, uh, I did see a lot of really good, uh, what I liked from most of the defensemen, was really aggressive uh, poke checks to keep the puck in the zone. Bjornfoot had one, Dersey had one, Dowdy had one, where they all kind of, they could have easily backed off, but they kind of stepped up, poked it back into the zone instead of backing off and letting uh, Tampa take the puck. So it was pretty aggressive and well played. The other thing um, I like is just our defensemen, Stepping up and getting involved offensively over the last six or seven games here. Mike, who's the worst defenseman? It's again, it's it's Roy. I agree. Uh, I think Dowdy was the best. Roy was the worst. But I don't, Roy's making like there was two plays where he had the puck behind the net, and I don't know if he was trying to do a drop pass or, but he passed it behind himself off the board, and it kind of went right back. Did our first goal of of the game today? That led yeah. to the first goal. Yeah, it it, yeah, right? it kept the the puck in our our zone, and then it extended, 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 took the penalty, delayed penalty, they scored. All because 
of that play with Roy. Yes. And then he did it again later in right. the game too, right? Yeah. And I don't understand what I don't understand what he's going for. Like maybe like a skilled player is showing a doing a move and he's trying to uh, replicate that move and he doesn't have the skill set to do that. Uh, it seems like his bread and butter was like just you know keep it simple, stupid. Like he would take the puck and pass it up as quick as possible, and he would just get the puck off his stick as quick as possible, and he just made simple defensive plays, and that's all he needed to do, and he did it well. And then now I think he's trying to like take another step, and it's not going well, and it's leading to mishaps on the ice. I agree with you, Mike. Uh, and it hasn't really been too too bad with Roy the last couple of games. I'm not going to complain too much, you know, winning a couple of games and getting a point in another. Um, but Dowdy has been good. He he's been an, he's been our best defenseman. You're so positive tonight, Rob. <laughs> I feel I feel like uh, the uh, comparison that just popped in my head is like Roy just needs to be like Skidari, right? Like make the simple play, good defensively, good stick. Uh, but he's trying to venture a little out of that zone, like I guess further himself, and it's just not. I just don't think he's that good of a just player. The, he's that. just an in betweener for me, as far as he's not big enough to be. Physical, real, real physical. I just not sure if he's skilled enough to be that skilled person. You know, he's he's Sweet. not a small guy at, by any means, and he's definitely not some you know all thumbs, two left feet guy. He's he's got you know he's just not he's just not defined yet. So, so Rob, if uh, if we could e- trade either Walker. Or Roy this offseason for the exact same return, who would you trade out of those two? Roy, because Walker's upside offensively. I would say the opposite. Because, because. we have we have Walker replacements. Dersey, Clark, like those are Dersey, Dersey now, Clark future, right? Like those guys are more will be more talented than Walker, right? Um, fans of the podcast, I need you to take note right now. This is not the first time he has tried to sneak Dursey into his speech here. Mike is slowly falling in love with Minnie Dowdy. Okay. He, he thinks Dursey is just Dowdy, just lighter, 20 pounds lighter. Dowdy light? Dowdy light, yeah. <laughs> so I know I know I noticed your little jersey love. But am I wrong? Is any it- any right-handed defenseman with dark hair you think you are. <laughs> is that your uh, is that your next Kings jersey, Mike? No, I just keep tacking on weight. I'm slowly turning into Matt Green, so <laughs> <laughs> um it didn't happen tonight, but fourth line stuff. Grunstrom, I was hoping the fourth line would would get something going tonight, whatnot, but they didn't. Are you missing uh, Blake Lazat, Rob? Is that what you're missing? I'm just missing four lines going yeah. out there and doing something every. Just so demanding, I guess. I, I feel like uh, I never thought I'd say this, but I kind of miss Blake Lazat because I feel like him and Lemieux have built up some chemistry. 
and at the very least, Blake Lazat will draw penalties and will draw Lemieux into getting crazy with the other team, which is kind of funny to me. So, Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, if you're comparing Lazat to Moore at center, I think Lazat's got the upper hand. So either Moore or Grunstrom, one of them needs to come out of the lineup to get Lemieux or uh, get uh, Lazat back at center. I have talked about Moore playing center. I like the move. I like the move to him going to center. Hey, Rob, why don't we get into talking about the Kings' organizational depth? Um, watching, you know, AHL package. Thank you, brother. Um, get to watch the, the rain games on TV. And the last couple games, I'm going to – Rodney, I'm going to become Rodney's best friend right now. <laughs> Martin Furk is absolutely NHL ready right now. That guy's basically a grandpa, right, Mike? He deserves, he should be like in some AARP senior league. He doesn't deserve another shot in the NHL. doesn't matter if he's destroying the NHL. Am I right, Mike? Um, I, I hope they bring him up. I Anthony hope they bring him up when he plays 10 games and scores one goal. Anthony Well, Only Mike would root against the Kings. See that? Yeah, I know. What a, that's, wow. Wow. that's the kind of... That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah. He's basically a Minnesota. No, let's talk about Martin Frick. Yeah. No, okay. Keep going. He's Mike. He's he's a man down there. And he, you know, he, he should be. He's a, he's a lot older. He's a lot more experienced. But he's down there and he's he is playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. He's really, really good right now. He has found something in his game and, and I'm I'm liking every second of it. I'm I'm ready for him to come on up. I don't know if you've watched any rain games this year, Mike, but yeah, he's looking really good. Hey, do you guys know who the uh, who the uh, AHL MVP was last year? Yeah, Tynan. Yeah, and then uh, he was doing really good on the rain too, right? Okay. How do you do for the Kings? Well enough. Okay. Cool. So bring up Ferk. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, no, let's just keep on playing Kapari because he's doing so great, right? Right. Can't yeah. hold on to the puck. You're oh. you're you're the Kapari lover. Kapari's just awesome, right? So we're just never gonna play the kids then? And we're never gonna play our play assets. <laughs> he's an asset, uh, regardless of his age, he's an so, asset. Even so if you want to get rid of him, put him out it. there, let him score a bunch of goals and then trade him. All right. So bring him up, bring him up, yeah. and they'll play ten games, they'll score one goal, and then they'll send him down, and then some other team that each AHL depth is gonna claim him on waivers. Okay. And then, and then we and then won't have gone. to talk about him ever again, and you should be happy about it. Yeah. So if you want to talk about organizational depth, you're just going to lose a piece. So that's fine. Um, I'm all for it. Let's bring him up. Wait, if Ferk had longer hair, was younger Wait, right-handed, uh, right-handed defenseman, and was a right-handed defenseman, would he be? I'm on your team. I'm exactly. on your side. Now you, now you are because I just. Yeah, I just said bring him up. Bring him up. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to say? Bring him up. I just, like I said, watching him play, I think he could come up and and actually contribute more than one goal in 10 games. I just think he'd really help on the power play. Um, should really help. Kachev is, is just, is doing everything he's supposed to be doing down there right yep. now too. Yep. You know, and I will have no problem Kachev and Furt coming up for Kaliev and Kupari. You make those moves. Who's the third line center? 
Leas Anderson. Leas Anderson, okay. Moore. Lazat's coming back, so that fourth line spot's going to be got back. With be gone. Trevor move Trevor Moore to third line center, and when Lazat has a lot, Lazat take back fourth line center. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys are. I feel like you guys are looking at the short term uh, for the Kings. I'm looking at the long term. The only way Kapari's going to be better at this point is if he continues to play. Kaliev could probably go down because he needs to play top six minutes. Short term leads to long term. I just don't see the. I mean, Kapari back in AHL is not going to do much for him. He needs to be playing NHL games. He needs to be and continues just to fail here in the NHL. I get it. No, I get it because that that's well, really going to do well. Continue for him. To agree. He needs to continue to grow. All right. Let's say for some not, reason, not we, on our dime. Let's say for some reason, Mike's doom and gloom theory about Furk doesn't come to fruition the way he wants to comes up and he actually does really good and we start winning a bunch of games become a really good power play team what would you say at that point mike would you would you be would you make us some excuse for it or would you be like you know i was wrong i, I eat crow oh, congratulations whatever. you guys are right the kings are winning <laughs> great right and, but you're not happy about it so but i just don't see it i just don't see it playing out so that's yeah. just my yeah, opinion. i talked about that yeah i'm saying if it did work out you know positively instead of the negative light that you're putting on it then what would you be able to turn the page and say you know what i'm the positive one of the (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm positive of does it make you feel better when you actually say it i'm positive that if this was like in person if we're sitting around a table i'd get up and slap you right now (laughs) that's what i'm positive of Uh, open-handed too not closed fist open hand slap all right what else rob do we want to talk about uh uh, we're one of the few organizations in the last 10 years that have two Stanley Cups and all these all these teams like like the Maple Leafs and the Sharks and the Canucks the Canucks all these all these teams that sit there and try and talk shit their fan bases try and come and talk all their shit to us Kings fans and even even East Coast bias bullshit when they try and shit on the Kings. They act like if the Kings haven't won two Stanley Cups recently, you know, and, and I'm talking within the last decade. So oh, yeah. you, if you're listening, more than likely you're a Kings fan, be <laughs> proud. Be proud to be a Kings fan right now, too, because we have we have the hardware. I'm so sick of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, when's the last time they went around? How long has it been? Exactly. They're they're famous for being choke artists. That's what they're famous for right now. Right. Even though the Sharks are trying to steal that title for them for many, many, many years. Yeah. Well, Let's talk about uh, our next couple games coming up. So Thursday night, we playing the Panthers. We we talked about how these next eight games, three games ago, are going to make us and break us, right? Yes. And yeah. we're in that eight game streak against good teams. Are we two oh and one? We're two oh and one. Yeah. Were we including the stars in that or is that just because they were a hot team at the time? Yeah, we're gonna they were a hot team at the time. They're a hot team. Yeah. Them and them in the wild were two two of the hottest teams. So that that was impressive. Yep. And we got no love in any no, any of the broadcasts or anything like that. They're oh, no. We just snap streaks like nothing, and no one wants to talk about it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, Canada, East Coast analysts, they feel about the Kings the same way Mike feels about Martin Furk. You know, just like, it doesn't matter how good they do. No love. No love. Yeah, and they're all sitting back there saying exactly what Mike said. They're saying, okay, we'll just, we'll watch the Kings Go, like you know make a little push but nothing will happen eventually they'll fail and they'll fail like, and then where were we at i told you so i told you <laughs> right, right, right. bro there's there's a hockey store you told me about and i believe this happened in vegas with you talking with a lifelong canucks fan do you remember oh, that yeah. story yeah for sure and, and he went away from the conversation with a newfound respect for kings fans right because he's he's one of the reasons why one of the mottos for our show is called We Know Nothing because the outside world are like, uh, LA, LA he was hockey blo- fans, you guys know nothing. What? He was blown away that I was sitting there talking about the fourth line of the Vancouver Canucks. Right. I remember, I want to say it might have been, you're going to have to look this up. One, It was either the last game in the forum or the last game I went to in the forum against Ottawa. Yes. And I was, and like, was, I was like, there with you. Yeah, there was like 300 penalty minute craziness. Oh, just... not that one. Not that one. I oh, you mean when we... What, are you talking about when we got escorted out? No, no. Were you at the game with me where uh, they they uh, did a, they zoomed in on the girl like right on the glass and she flashed the entire crowd. <laughs> yeah. and, and then they zoomed on like uh, Larry Robinson's face because he was the coach, our coach at the time. And he was like all red and laughing. That was just the funniest thing ever. Yeah. No, but I, for a while there, we would scrap with Ottawa non. I yes, mean, like, every time we just, played, it would just be a bench like, clearing why ball. Why do we hate like, each other? Like this would be out there, <laughs> like fighting people. It was right. just absolutely insane. It's like we play each other twice a season. That's yeah. it. That's back when uh, Chara was on the. Uh, yeah, right? I don't know who. Yeah, just Kings had like three players on him. I don't know, but yeah. And I just remembered the last time Ottawa came to the forum. It was real, real chippy. And then the first game in Staples was real, real chippy. I mean, like it carried into the new barn and everything. It was, it was kind of cool. But I don't know. I, I, used to, I used to like watching Ottawa a lot. We, we, so we talked about Florida Panthers right. on Thursday, and you went off on some tangent about how <laughs> you were on the ice and you threw rats onto the ice back in the Scott Mellonby days or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so we got the Florida know. Panthers on Thursday, and we have – Maybe, maybe, maybe Carolina on Saturday, depending on COVID issues. Yep. I don't know. So we got back to backs, though, right? We go, we go Panthers Thursday, and then we go Saturday, Sunday. We go Hurricanes, Capitals. Yes. Yeah. Um, three of the be- those are probably the three best teams in the East. Suck on that, Toronto. But let, we're let, getting them. Uh, but Barkov's hurt, right? Is Barkov hurt? Don't know. I think Barkov's hurt. So we might get them without Barkov. I'm going to look that up right now. So, so like, let, let, let's say we win Thursday night against the Panthers with Quick and Net. Who do you play Saturday and who do you play Sunday? I go Peterson Saturday, Quick Sunday. Why? Who played who already the first time? Uh, I think Quick played. Sorry. So we'll get him. We'll get Panthers without Barkov, which I mean – Increases our chances of pulling off a W. Um, Peterson was in net for Carolina loss, 5-4. But and, I feel like Quick played against the Capitals, right? And Quick was in net, gave up only the one goal 
they scored an empty netter and we lost two nothing. I remember that. Yeah. I know. So do you do you let them go at it again or do you flip flop them? I'd flip I'd flip flop them. Let quick have a shot Change at it. the hurricanes yep. and okay. I'd only go the other way because then that means if quick goes again Thursday, then that's like five games in a row for him, right? Because he's did four or five games in a row, right? Yeah, so right now I'm it's like, three. Right now he has three games in yeah, a row. So then, so if he goes again on Saturday, then that'd be his fifth game in a row. But he's, right. he's, 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 he's from the old school. He can handle it. I don't want to give him any back-to-backs. But but that's a long time for Peterson to go without starting is what I'm saying. Right. And it's been a long time since Peterson's got us a win. So might be good for us. Um, a rain player <laughs> called every a live rain player called every season ticket holder. And that's right. Nick got a weird number and he let Google like screen it. And when he saw who, you know, that it was, someone was talking to it about the rain stuff, he goes, hello. And, and move rare. So he, he goes, hello, you know, and then he was reading already still. So I, he still thought he was talking to a, a uh answering machine yeah answering machine and then my brother's going oh hey jacob jacob it's how you doing and he goes oh okay and he goes and he said he chatted with him for 10 seconds and said merry christmas and thank thank you very much for calling that was nice of you and he said he's good he's a cool kid you know nice kid i and i think that's awesome that the rain are doing that it is cool that is real cool let's talk about this really quick are we gonna have to go out and just pick up some random defensemen from some beer leagues because we're running out of defensemen yeah. now that we pull well and up if the, the rain if the juniors goes on do the rain yeah if juniors goes on and we and helga grounds is gone like what are we are we done like five defensemen what are we doing uh they have some don't they i, I saw some random name that was scratched to defensemen because i saw some random name scratch from the rain the defenseman sure because we're really low on defensemen but yeah they definitely are how long do you think uh, Byfield's down there for? I don't know. Oh, so that back to that. To me, NHL ready skaters, and it's all about skating. If you listen to Jim Fox, right? But Kachev, Ferk, Byfield, who actually wasn't scoring anything, but he just looked faster and better than everybody. The last two games that I watched him, who did? Byfield, yeah, he looked good, man. He looked real, yeah. real good. I, I, I'm gonna and call then, it. I'm gonna say Byfield gets called up before Velarde does. Um, Fagamo and Akil Thomas have been looking really good, and then Madden's starting to find his game. Some, yeah, he's been scoring a lot, right? So the, you know, we didn't really talk about organizational depth in depth. Yeah, but. I mean, See, think about that. And we, and that's not even talking about Verlardi, Dudas, uh, Burke. There's this kid, Braden Burke, that's doing really well. I mean. So that that right there is exactly my point. So there, you just named like six forwards that all need to get some sort of taste to A, see what it's like in the NHL, and B, see if we have any gold there. Exactly. You know I mean? So the faster you bring up guys like Ferk, and if it doesn't pan out, the sooner you can bring those kids up. All right, everyone. That is our show for today. 
Don't forget to high stick that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Till next holding time. Holding the stick. Holding the stick, yeah, definitely holding the stick. Anyway, till next time, go Kings! Go Kings! Go Kings!